Hello, welcome to Jack versus the world, and this time I'm scared to do this episode. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, was it? The first one was. <laughs> yeah. We uh, sorry for the late episode, everybody. We just uh, had it a marathon yesterday. Holidays. <laughs> uh, there was. I got married. Yes, Jeremy got married. It was a beautiful wedding. I was sick. You know, there's a lot of. Stuff going around, not just COVID, but the flu, common cold, etc. Everybody's congested. Everyone is congested. If you hear something, ignore it. <laughs> Excuse us in advance. <laughs> all right, so this time we watched the all three of the Conjuring movies. Yes, not the spinoffs, just the ones that say the Conjuring in the title. There are eight movies in the Conjuring universe, but we watched the three main ones. Uh, one of which came out, you know, just about six months ago or so. Uh, fairly new. The devil made me do it. Is what it's called. <laughs> I kind of like that they went with that title instead of just The Conjuring Three. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I definitely said that when I was a kid at least once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> devil. The devil made like, me do the, it. The devil. It was yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, any kid growing up in a, around a church will probably do that at some point. It's a it's a good excuse. Yeah, you know, it sounds like, ah, better than, than you think He's it the is. bad guy, so... <laughs> and he actually is the uh, main antagonist in this series. Yeah, we just focused on the three main films rather than the entire universe because that is a lot of movies, and a lot of them are spinoffs, uh, so these ones feature uh, Ed and I, Lorraine. I don't really care about Annabelle. Yeah, no, I, I agree. The doll trope is kind of... Yeah, overdone it's you know definitely been done a lot it's it's kind of it's tiresome and it's even in the movies already so yeah we, we got our we got our fill of annabelle sorry if you like the annabelle movies maybe try to I don't, shoot us a message or something i, I <laughs> mean anyone happen. who likes horror probably has seen every single horror i, I think mo multiple people you know as i was talking to them about what episode we were going to do said like how niche horror is yeah. And I think that is perfect. And personally, I've always thought that horror worked better as a subgenre rather than the main course, you know? So I think the third movie kind of did that a little bit better. And we, we'll talk about that as we go into it. We can start with the first one, which we were just going to do the first movie. And then I saw, we were like, oh, wait, Conjuring 2 is on Netflix. We might as well watch the second one, too. And then once we started. Looking more into it, like, okay, well, we can't just watch two of three. Yeah. We'll watch all three the, and the just combine it together. The first one is so good, we couldn't just stop there, you know. We, uh, we actually, no, the the narrative is is great in all three movies, I thought. Like, that's what kept me around, was just watching these people go through their cases. It almost felt like a, a pseudo-superhero movie as well at times. By the end, especially, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lorraine gets pretty overpowered. <laughs> I, I, her, her clairvoyance... Abilities, get, I think. Oh, it makes sense that she gets better at it. Yeah, as time is, goes that on. Is true, that does track. They've been doing it for decades. Yeah, so you'd think that she'd be better at using it, navigating her visions, <clears throat> what have you. Um, there was nothing too outlandish in the universe. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they say based on a true story. Uh, whether you believe or not is entirely up to you the premise is a bit unique actually in that we focus on ghost hunters essentially is what they are yeah it, no i don't think any or, movie has ever had them as the less less go the i feel like it was it was mostly like demons right that was it was a lot of satanic yeah in all three yeah but oh, it, maybe maybe not the just the fact no that no, no the second one that the well. focal point is on the ghost hunters usually yeah. someone you call in later they enter like in the third act of the movie which but. is is kind of, which is a little different than in some horror movies where you you actually have some people with a plan, you know. Most of the time, it's just like I was telling you, the biggest difference between horror and something that is very similar, like a thriller, to me is the, the helplessness. Yes, that and, the people will face, and that's very true. The uh, the key difference between a thriller and a horror is that horror has a sense of dread, a sense of doom. yes. Yeah, and like you said, the helplessness is definitely a huge factor. Whereas a thriller is more like uh, Jack in the Box. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna it's gonna pop up and off. Yeah, it's just a matter of timing and noise mm-hmm. rather than the visual not really spectacle, I guess, but the visual horrifying imagery. And it is it is different to differentiate because whenever I was looking up the some of the highest grossing uh, horror films, you know, obviously all these movies are up there, they're in the top fifty, top twenty, etc. And it is the second highest franchise of all time in the horror genre. But then I was saying them list things that weren't horror. Like the Godzilla movie they listed as horror. <laughs> the King Kong movie was listed as horror. The uh, There was a anime movie that came out recently called Mugen Train, uh, Demon Slayer. And they listed that as horror. As like, these are not horror movies. Yeah. I mean, they've got some horror elements. But yeah, I don't elements. Think it's enough exactly. to make it the genre. No. And I think it is... Yeah, like I said, important to separate them. I think, to me, it's like the difference between an action movie and a superhero movie. Yeah. If you, go, if you go over to a friend's house and you're like, hey, you want to watch a scary movie? They're like, yeah, and then you put on Demon Slayer. They're, they're yeah, 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 that, this is not, <laughs> not scary, bro. This is not a Yeah, right? So when you say, I want to watch a scary movie, you mean horror. Yeah. Not just, not just a thriller movie where it's high, you know, it's intense. And you're you're constantly and you know looking forward to what's happening. The horror is and what they do great in the first movie especially is all of the angles they take with the camera. Yes, right to build that tension, that dread of like you can't see everything that's going on, and you're just waiting like when's it gonna pop up? When's it gonna pop up? Something's about to come, and you're just looking for it. Yeah, I have never seen a camera slowly truck through a house as much as in the first Conjuring movie. And they do it to, to give you the layout, and you have a good idea. Of, if, they do that perfectly, where you have a great idea of what's going, like, your layout. Yes, you, you truly feel like you. you're in this house with the family. When you hear a noise in a certain direction, you think, oh, that's upstairs. Yeah. And and they, in, in every single one of the movies, well, the three movies, they have one one shot where they go from the the front of the house all the way through it and then to the back and they show you all of the cast and the whole house except for maybe upstairs in one go and i love one takes like that it's a very cool way to establish the the layout and the the scenery that we're going to expect and i guess they mostly did it in the first two films because they did it in the third one too yeah a little bit but the third one was less of a singular place. Yeah, that's true. It didn't actually take place. Yeah, which was nice. And I think that was a a good direction to go because obviously they're, all right, we've already done this a couple of times now. Let's kind of open it up. Uh, But actually, that was one of my problems with the first movie was the locations. It kind of seemed like, okay... Do they? I guess they live close to this house. Yeah. How that, convenient. That just seemed like movie convenience. Yeah. Really. I, I doubt they actually live that close. Yeah, I guess that was... And I was a little confused about that, and they never really touch on it, which is not... I mean, I guess it's not super important, but they were getting from their place to the house to, you know, the motel or whatever fairly quickly, yeah, it felt like. how convenient that these ghost hunters live, like, down the road from our terribly haunted house. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, just for real. I'm going to move my cat's toy so she stops <laughs> crinkling it. She just wants to play. <laughs> and I hide this. I think it is. Uh, I think it's definitely the common uh, consensus that the first movie is the best one. Uh, the best now I'm going to say is the best horror film. Yes. But I think the third one is the best movie. Yeah, it was just a fun flick, really. Yeah. Um, it didn't really get a great critical reception, though. Yeah, I, which I'm kind of confused, and I guess they were pretty big sticklers for the, you know, scary aspect of it because there wasn't yeah. as many moments where you know I had like a oh my god that got me you know yeah uh, the the first movie definitely got me a couple of times yeah just when we thought we were uh, through with haunted houses you know like it was like. There's no way a haunted house, a stereotypical haunted house, could actually scare us again. And then there, there it goes. And there it goes, <laughs> and it does it. All it had to do was do it really well. And the, the, best, the best thing that they do is the setups. Yes. Where they take a very common either uh, you know gesture or like the clapping in the first one. Yes. Or the first one, an they object. Play, they play hide and seek where the person who's seeking is blindfolded. And it's a little bit like Marco Polo. They, they get to call for three claps from everyone who's hiding. Three times, you just... And then they go find them. 
And so the person who's blindfolded is stumbling into all these places and they don't see... Yeah, they the... just hear the clapping and they go for it. So the... And let me tell you, every single demon or ghost in all these movies is just a dick. <laughs> More so than being scary, they just like to mess with them. Because, like, how would a demon understand, or uh, I guess it was a ghost witch uh, in the first movie, the clapping? It, it, it was wasn't... Like, Man, it wasn't just the witch though. There was also Rory. yeah a bunch of different yeah, uh, it, souls kids tied to the who house. died and still mm -hmm. want to play. Also, was the was the clapping? I don't know. Those hands were pretty big. Yeah, that might have been the witch. That might have been the witch. <laughs> that that one was way more malicious than the one in the wardrobe, which is where Rory goes to hide. So mm -hmm. I think the one in the war, in the wardrobe was Rory. It was just trying. I don't know, but then the witch was on top. She jumped out. It's it's that there wasn't was, in that scene. Though, there's right? a few unclear parts i will say uh and they do a good job of explaining I in the third movie i'm thinking about the, <laughs> the, the shut off of the world <laughs> like the first time i saw it i saw this movie in theaters and it i did it i did as well out. oh my god i only saw yeah the, the, watching the second and third was my first time yesterday but i had mm -hmm. seen the first one in theaters you know way back when when it came out yeah same boat in about what uh, 2012 2013 yeah the first one was 2013 okay yeah yeah i saw it when it came out, and man, it was hard to keep your eyes open the whole time. But then you want to <laughs> you want to see what happens because they do a very good job of of you know, uh, the 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 whole narrative is just like is is very good. You want to find out what happens. Yes, they pique your interest. They keep it interesting, and that's a that's a big complaint I have with a lot of horror movies where it feels like they just ignore that. They're like, okay, well, because it's a horror movie, we can get away with bad acting or a bad mm. screenplay or whatever. And, you know, we just got to focus on how scary can we make it. But what kept me watching was, you know, these people's story. You know, Ed and Lorraine and, and watching them. And the actors are phenomenal, actually. They, they do a very good job. They do a they do a good job, too, with um, upping the stakes on the ex exorcism by saying that something happened to Lorraine during an exorcism at one yeah. point. And so there's this sense of dread for the exorcism that you know is going to take place at the end of the movie because... It always does. And then, <laughs> poor baby. <laughs> she can't find her toy. She'll live. All right. But yeah, th those uh, increased personal stakes between the two of them made, yeah. made it really cool to, to lead Yeah, because that. obviously they're, they're husband and wife. You know, they're not just yeah. partners. They, they have so much more at stake if something goes wrong. And that is a constant theme that we see is that they're so afraid of losing the other one. Mm -hmm. And this, this trilogy of movies is actually a love story. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they 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 talk about their relationship a lot in in the movies and how they by the end they wrap it up and say that their love is their strength and not their weakness. Mm -hmm. Very on the nose. So um, what makes I would say. I, I want to talk about this real quick. I would say the second movie is the weakest by far. Uh huh. And so, so why? Why do you think the second one is the weakest? Because well, we seem to agree on this. So on the early parts, I noticed that the the terrifying scenes. You know, you always have to have these these horrible scenes that establish okay, this place is haunted. Yeah. And it's always like the first two or three events that happen to the characters that are suffering from the um, aberrations, I guess. And um. They were like three times longer than in the first movie. Yeah, they and were. Then well, I this realized... movie was just longer than the other two in general. Yes, it was. But then I realized later on through the movie, they drew those out because they didn't have very many of those scenes. Yeah. They had like three or four. So it was it was less like the quantity versus quality kind of thing. Yes. They, well, it wasn't really quality. It was just that they drew it out more. Yeah. It's like... I would say you, you lose quality if you do that, though. Yeah. It, it starts to become less tense because it is just, you know, when you have a... I'm saying the quantity and the quality was lower. Yeah, it was just lower in general, <laughs> both. Yeah, all the way around. Yeah, I, I agree. And even the, like, the crooked man uh, guy, it, it looked kind of goofy. Yeah, it was a CG monster. It, it didn't even it, look very, it was, you know... It was kind of Uncanny Valley, which was like... I, I, I told you right after, yeah. I don't know if that was effective. Yeah. It was freaky, was it freaky enough? <laughs> was would I have been? Maybe I would have been scared if I grew up in England and I heard about the Crooked Man. And is, oh, is it, that a real urban legend? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I, I believe. I believe so. I mean, I. I would think. Yeah, they they, they do base it all on true stories. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty. Yeah, no, he's. It's like, but it's not. 
as big of a thing here. I've never, obviously, I've never heard of it before that. It reminded me a bit of the Babadook. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Oh, you should. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, the, the second film, obviously, the, the drawn-out, scary scenes that are supposed to, you know, pop you up. And then even the the possession, where she's mimicking the voice of Bill, uh, Janet, the mm-hmm. daughter. It, almost, it, it, yeah, it teetered on being just kind of goofy at times. A little silly, less scary, and more just, uh, you know. What? Those scenes were really long, too. Yes, they Bill were. Bill had more lines than she did. <laughs> I believe, yeah, I know. It, it really, yeah, that guy got a lot of screen also, time. why do they have four kids? Why were there two little boys? They could have easily had... I uh, yeah, I don't understand that either. They it must was, have cut a lot of one of the... I guess they were trying said. to be accurate to the real story. Oh, that's true. That's that's, that's my really only... Point. But they could... Okay, but you could take some liberties in a film. You did not need Johnny. Johnny <laughs> had one scene, which was hilarious, where he walks into the kitchen. He He's like... He's going to go fight the ghost. He's faced with this, you know demon entity haunting his house and he's like we're not supposed to be afraid and he like runs in there and then he hides in the closet because the girl starts throwing stuff around knives knives <laughs> yeah, knives a table which apparently she did all on her own yeah she teleported into the kitchen on her own and then threw around all the furniture to try to man break, but, yeah and then that, bent and then bent a knife or a ladle it might have been a ladle it was a ladle it was up. like it was like a spatula or something i think okay. but no that is my least favorite trope in horror where nobody believes the person. And it's like, eh, it just draws it out for no reason. Yeah, it's, it's made to be frustrating, and then it yes. frustrates you. And, and you're like, you don't oh my it. god, come <laughs> on. Like, obviously we see, like, the evidence is there, guys. Come on, this is this is from freaky stuff. Right. You know, this kind of thing doesn't... Or even Janet and her voice. You think, you think a little girl can just turn her voice on and off like that into a freaky ghost-sounding guy? And they all heard it the way, same way we did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, it was just kind of frustrating, and I don't know, I, I know that's the point. What did you I think of the like voice it. on the real tape, on the credits? Oh, yeah, that, it was interesting to hear how they added in those things at the end mm-hmm. of the movies. Uh, do do I believe it? I'm no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's a big question. I would need considerable time to, to look up I mean, do you more. believe in possession? I would say, yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some freaky stuff out there, man, that people can't explain. Do I? I know I ain't knocking anyone who don't believes in it. I'm not gonna try to convince you. I to each their own. I think there's some freaky stuff out there. Well, you know, possession is in the Bible. Like it does happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so if you do subscribe to that, faith, if, yeah, no, and and this is my wife actually brought up a good point. I think it was her who said this. <laughs> Whereas like, if you're gonna if you believe in God. That you you believe in demons, yeah, exactly, and you believe in this. And you can't just believe in the ones that are no. It's like, to you. oh no, no, I just I just want the good ones. They, they do have a line about that stuff. in the third movie as well. They said um, they, something about how they swear on the Bible in the court. And, and oh, it's time to start. Yeah, yeah, in in the real life case, the the guy did get let off easy yeah. for manslaughter rather well, not, than not super easy. I think he had five five was years it two or five five uh, five yeah. years in prison is not. Yeah, but you killed someone. Yeah, it is way better than the death penalty. If you're going to get off, you know, that's pretty easy for killing someone. Were they in Texas? It seemed like they were in Texas, and then... I don't don't think they... They said Fairfield was one of the places. I don't know if that's... It sounded like... It looked like Texas on their map. Yeah. We should pay more attention to that. It could have been... Somewhere in the South that has the death penalty. But they were were being pretty um, ambiguous about it. Um, Obviously, there was... They probably should have been more ambiguous because there were some lawsuits uh, about the yeah. first house in the movie. Yep. Where the obviously when you advertise something like this, people are want to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of a you know they uh, like I said they could have taken some liberties and changed up some. It things. sucks that people are like that though. They they had harassers and vandalism yeah. and it's like man, I just want to live in my house. All right? right, I know it might be haunted or whatever, but if you don't believe in that, then it's just a bunch of. You know, a, a giant pain in the ass. I mean, part of you has got to believe it when when it's three o'clock in the morning and you're. Oh, and you hear a little creak or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ma- yeah I was. That I was probably on... made living in that house more traumatizing for multiple reasons. <laughs> I was definitely on edge a little bit after the movies. <laughs> you're kind of like, all right, let me just chill out. <laughs> yeah, um, they they have a way of making your imagination turn on you. 
horror yeah. movies. Like. Yeah, for sure. That's I mean that's the point. Exactly. Uh, you know, you're trying to make yourself feel something. <laughs> and, and some people, some people, this is what they want to feel. Or I think some people also see it as a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, it's not that scary. I got to sit through and watch all this. Uh, I equate it to like a roller coaster. It's just the emotional kind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of up and downs in here. And, you know, I will say they, they touched on some other genres as well. Like, there were some really funny parts. Oh these yeah, two. some the, some the one liner relief was great. Yeah, no, the the one liners were were good, and I'm glad that they didn't take it so seriously. Because mm-hmm. there are movies like that where you're just the entire time it's just serious, tense, egg, and it starts. You know, when you start to overuse it, then it becomes less so. Mm-hmm. And I don't. These movies had a good balance, and I was comparing it to the Haunting of Hill House. If anyone hasn't seen that, it's a very good series. And it's not that scary. It's more, like you said, dread. Yes. And there's a very good story going on. And the way they connect it in the end is, is very good. as much mystery as... Yeah, for sure. It, it definitely feels more like horror mystery. Uh, very balanced out in that way. And I thought the third movie, especially in The Conjuring, was similar to that where... You know, you're trying to figure it out with them. You know, you're trying to piece it together and trying, okay, who is actually doing all this stuff? What did you think of the mystery in the second movie? Oh, oh, that was kind of lame. <laughs> with the, the nun, the demon Valak. Yeah. And the the reason, and I, in all three movies, I gotta say, the way they win is kind of lame. Really? Oh, I thought so. In the, in the first movie... The I guess the power of you know motherly love wins, <laughs> but he also like got his I don't know he's like oh I'm not trained to like exercise anything and then he does it multiple times yeah and it's like okay well at this point bro you kind of are but I think the idea is that if he was a priest it would have worked a lot easier because like you said she did have to fight the the mom had to get her yeah her body back and kind of meet them halfway. Because they, they they were exercising the demon, it wasn't all her. I know, but and then even in the the second movie, they just kind of win. <laughs> like, oh, you knew the demon's name. Why? Why did the demon tell you its name if that's the only thing that yeah it was can silly hurt it? I don't understand. And I told my first reaction was, all right, we're just gonna chalk it up to God works in mysterious ways. Yep. The, the Easy. common saying that y'all, you know, she carved the demon's name into a Bible while she was having one of her clairvoyant visions. Yeah, she was basically being attacked by it when she scribbled. So, it but in did it, it? She said, "You told me your name." Right. Why would the demon do that? <laughs> it's like it wanted to lose. I don't know, man. Uh, exactly. Me, that, that one was unexplained. You don't really know, and maybe we need to go watch the nun. To figure it out. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I actually might go watch the, the rest of these movies. Are they on Netflix too? They're probably oh, some. There, there's about a million streaming services out there I would there be now. surprised if they're like straight to DVD movies. There's, there's so, <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing anymore? Yeah, it is. They, they still make DVDs. To me, what makes a satisfying mystery is when you were given the pieces to solve the mystery yourself before it's invented. Yes, Absolutely. But we had no chance of no. saying, oh, yeah, that's Valak. <laughs> oh, yeah, that has to be Valak. And, and no, because The Nun came out after. So you can't even go watch. Yeah, I guess you could go watch it first and then. They probably know. do a lot of flashing back. Yeah, no. Because you notice the painting appeared in the end of the third movie in their room. Yeah, and I don't. I will say, I didn't actually like that. How they. In the, in the first and second movies, they do it where obviously the first movie sets up Annabelle and the second movie sets up The Nun. And I didn't, I don't know, not my favorite. It was just kind of like a side plot that was just, it took up screen time and it didn't really matter for those movies in the end. They wrote in this room. I guess they, they probably did have the room in real life where they have all these demonic artifacts and souvenirs. That oh yeah, where they keep it all together. Yeah, absolutely. And they physically were incapable of using that to set up more movies. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh, look at all this cool stuff and all these stories we've got. We have to make more movies. <laughs> yeah, we, we now we have to make more. Uh, um, 
I I don't know, man. The, the setups were not my favorite. It just kind of felt like a waste of time. Uh, except for, I will, okay, except the one part in the first movie where the dead witch lady was, like, petting Annabelle. That was pretty creepy. Oh, yeah. Because she, like, followed the the daughter through the locket and then heard Annabelle, like, team up for a mm. minute. That's pretty <laughs> horrifying. All right, that, I'll say that one's pretty horrifying when you have more than one entity. Yeah, they barely touched on that. I feel like, yeah, they could have expanded on that a little bit more. Okay, so your favorite scare in the first movie was the clapping scene. Oh right? yes, there were actually two, but you're talking about when she is she's it she's stuck locked in the basement. she's locked in the basement. Oh my god! Oh man, and the cellars. I'm so use. glad we don't have basements in Texas. Oh yeah, me too, <laughs> man. Me too. Yeah, we have tiny attics, and that's it. That, that's our, our storage. And is garage, that worse? No, because it's not actually a room. Yeah, you, know? you don't have to go up there for anything. Yeah, everyone uh, just storage. throws the Christmas lights up there. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's the only time they ever go get it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to move around. You're not really right. in there for a long time. If you're time. like, oh no, I gotta go get my toolkit from the cellar, then you actually have to go down there in the dark. Hey, that's worse. You're right. Yeah, going upstairs is not as bad as going down. Yes. I wonder why that is. Why do I feel that way? My in, my human instinct is to say, yeah, going upstairs is not that bad. But going down into somewhere? I guess because you're like trapped. Yeah. If I'm up somewhere, I can always go lower. Yeah, you can jump down. I can, or I can just break through the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like, true. really, it's just wood in the end. Like, you could probably get out if you needed to, but if you were trapped below... Yeah. A cellar is like a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they make excellent use of that in all of the movies, where, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere dark that you have to go into, and it is horrifying in the in the second movie they have the washing room with the water which was yeah it was very strange it was all flooded in there you fixed the leak and then when it was raining you just saw water just flooding down it's like why did you even need to fix the i i don't know rainwater floods this place but my my worst scare was definitely the part where the the mom actually does get possessed she wakes up and the witch is right over her and yes. vomits into her mouth. I will say the first one definitely had more of that like gross horror. Yes. And it, the, the other two didn't, I don't think I saw a single part where I was like, that is maybe the dead people coming back to life for a minute and the the third one. But it wasn't even that gross, more just Yeah, it was only scary. If, if you find rigor mortis really, really gross. Like yeah, the, they, they could tell. Yeah, I do feel like there's some movies that... Uh, in the horror genre, that go more for that shock factor. Yeah. And it's not as effective to me. Uh, yes. I know there's one scene in The Exorcist, for example, where the little girl who is possessed starts stabbing herself in the vagina with a crucifix. I remember that. And it was it was just to that point where I was like, man, that's not, that's not even scary anymore. That's just kind of gross. Yeah. It's just a big shock, you know, and especially for the time, it came out in like the seventies. Yeah, that, that was the kind of stuff that made people sick to their stomach. You yeah, know, leaving the theater. Oh well, it's it's taking thing. that like innocence and that thing that you know, especially you know, you're going through puberty or whatever, and that's all that's on your mind. And so when you make something like that scary and gross, it really hits you hard. All that foul language too. There, there oh, weren't really yeah. any movies that had been that. No, and oh, they don't really swear a lot in these movie in the Conjuring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like back all. then, they didn't yeah. really swear in the movie theater very much at all. Yeah, so they were just going, I feel like something like The Exorcist was more of a shock. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as dreadful, it wasn't but as because horror. it was a pioneer, it still stuck with people, unlike a modern shock factor where you just kind of forget about it. Yeah. It doesn't really stick with you. Ah. Because shock is only, it's a it's a fleeting feeling. Mm-hmm. It lasts for a moment, then it goes away. And then it's gone. And then, you know, I... And it has the diminishing returns as well. So if you watch it again, mm-hmm. it's not you know it's coming, and that's almost any I guess any horror movie. You need to take a long break in between if you want to rewatch it, because it's just not going to be as effective. Yeah, you got to forget the timing. Yeah, they, these are <laughs> they're not as rewatchable, which is why when you cross it over with like a mystery or something and we just make it interesting, it becomes more rewatchable. What was the best scare in the second movie? Oh, it didn't really have any. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see. It. There was not a single time in the second movie where I, I jumped. I don't. I really don't think so. 
Yeah, I, I don't remember any either. It, it kind of saw him coming every time. The part with the nun was pretty good with the painting. Yeah. That, that part was cool, the, the shadow going yeah, Oh, the they, they... Man, the effects and how they use things... Hey, uh, like the little dog bell. Yes. Like they use everyday objects or acts or whatever is Yeah, is the part excellent. with the dog would have definitely been the worst scare if it wasn't just so... Silly. Silly looking. Silly yeah. looking. The dog transforms into the crooked man who then transforms into Janet. Yeah. And it is just... <laughs> kind of, yeah, it's just a little bit goofy all, all around. And yeah, that definitely takes away from it being scary. When, when you're just, like, looking at it critically, you're like, what's that? I think that Bill got of? me once, but I can't remember which part it was. Maybe in the water? No, that wasn't it. I can't mm. remember. The mm. second movie just really gets... Oh, no, it's when his, like, face just shows up randomly yeah. one time. Yeah, what, what okay. was that scene? I can't remember the... the Probably in the bedroom at some point, where, he, like, was... where he's, like, teleporting around. Yeah, that, that was probably it. I will say, the the power levels of these demons and ghosts is kind of strange, because at one at some points they seem very strong, like they can do anything, but then they don't actually do anything with that. Like, they could, all, they could very easily, you know, there's one person that they're trying to possess or whatever, mm-hmm. they could very easily just murder the rest of the family. That wouldn't, does happen sometimes. Wouldn't have been hard. And the people, I will, all the people that die throughout these films are not important. Yep, that's true. There's no major. I don't think there, and that kind of lessens the stakes to me, you know? And obviously, if some of the family members died, you know, it's not accurate to to real life or whatever, but they could have changed it up. Kill a kid or two, you know, (laughs) raise the stakes. Could have been, it would have been horrifying or, or take them away, you know, indefinitely. Yeah, the the one guy that gets murdered isn't even important. He's just the annoying drunk guy. In the yeah, movie. and then the the girls. Uh, yeah, the girls. We didn't know anything about them. No, we in the third movie there is some murder suicide stuff going on because of a curse. Yeah, it's like this chick makes a pact with a demon and she has to do certain things in order to you know ascend. The fact that the third one was a curse rather than a demonic spirit was kind of cool. It brought Yeah, it no, to... it, it was definitely different. You know, you're dealing with a real threat. Very yes. real where you, a physical person is doing these things to you. And that did bring it back to the first movie because the first movie is about a witch, a woman yes. who did these horrible things and became this demonic woman, essentially. Now that that part where they say, oh, this lady was a witch. <laughs> she murdered her weak old baby. Yep, seven days old. And then she hung herself from a tree while proclaiming her love to Satan. Yes. That gets you, man. <laughs> that gets you going. You're you're just, oh my God. And you know what? People do that. Uh-huh. That's why it was so scary. Right. Because Regardless you, of whether or not you believe in spirits and ghosts and demons. You, 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 don't, you know believe... what is scary? Someone murdering their seven-day-old child. <laughs> exactly. That's horrifying. The that, human... is the, that is one of the worst... The worst things you can do is take it's such an innocent life. Yes. You know? And, so, and it happens. Unfortunately, it happens. It is... It's awful. And so that that's enough to scare someone. That's yes. enough to make you feel... You appeal to humanity's seemingly infinite capacity for evil. Yeah. And yes, that did bring it back in the third one. And it, and it was kind of like that throughout where, uh, you know, the first and third movies at least, where it is just someone who is evil. Right. You know, regardless if they used demons or possession or, or whatever, like, they are, these are just evil human beings. And that's the scariest thing of all. Mm-hmm. Is that anyone out there... You know, you walk in on the street, the person you check out, the person in line behind you, you know, whatever, they could be this evil, awful, you know, thing. I wouldn't even say person or human at that point. They, they lose something, their humanity. Do you know the movie One Missed Call? Yes. That, that makes me think of that. Yeah. Um, my mom really hates scary movies. <laughs> I told her we were doing an episode on The Conjuring. She was like, you know, I'm not going to like that. No. Because she's always like, don't invite the evil in. But I was like, mom, it's it's the same as what you said about One Missed Call. It's about the evil of people. Yeah. Not as much, you know, demons or... I don't think you're inviting it in if you're also just understanding it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was like that. Well, and the third movie touches on that. 
mm-hmm. where you do have to be careful with inviting it in because that uh, priest who was investigating the cult, obviously he had all his studies locked up, and so his daughter got into it, and she was the main antagonist. Yes, she became a servant of the devil. Yeah, and so it is, Yeah, you know, I guess it does touch on that. Be careful about inviting it in. Be careful how you present these things because... It can lead to something awful. Don't play with Ouija boards. I mean... stupid. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Everyone knows you're just moving it. That's why you gotta put your hands on it. You know, Mm -hmm. if it was real, and Ouija boards had a better reputation, you would leave the little thing alone and it would move on its own. I think some would say that is a form of possession. Very small. A very small bit of possession going on. I just want to dabble in possession. Just, <laughs> just let him in a little bit. I just want a little. <laughs> it's the gateway drug to possession. <laughs> it's it's opening the gate. It's the, the gate is not locked anymore. Come on in. Any anybody who's listening. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, Absolutely stupid. Yeah, regardless if you believe it or not, that is just something like why would you want to mess with that? Mhm. No, not in my house. <laughs> They, let's let's see. I think that obviously we're talking about the the first movie being the strongest one, mm-hmm. and it's because of the way it uses its horror elements and the tensions and the scenes. And then obviously the scary part is that the the mother is the one trying to be possessed, and that is one of the what should be one of the purest loves. Right. You can ever experience is that of a child and a parent. You know, I you think... brought something into this world that you promised to protect. And you yes. promised to, you know, keep, you know, the love they, and... The way they put it in the movie is for. that the woman uses her God-given gift yeah. to spite him. or To spite God yeah. in, in her eyes. And it somehow raises her standing in the in hell. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Hooray! <Good job. laughs> and, and so she possesses these mothers, and then kill. And they do allude to it, and that, that's great. They do that foreshadowing, where the little boy Rory that is talked about, uh, she said her, his mother, or or may I, I assume it's his mother, yes. said like, oh, she made me do it. She made me do it. Uh, and you see it with the other maid as well that slit her wrist. She's saying she made me do it. She made me do it. Yep. Uh, so it is. You know, you, you get some, you can piece it together. Like you said, that's the best part of a mystery when they hand you the tools to figure it out. Right, and the only mystery you could really guess in the second one was kind of obvious, which is that Bill isn't that bad. No, yeah, I, I called that from the start. Yeah. I was just like, okay, well clearly, because they present Bill as being the uh, main entity that is mm-hmm. possessing and causing the haunting in this house. But it's very obvious that Bill is not that bad and he just wants to move on to the next life and obviously it is it is the nun behind everything and the third movie i think you could have figured it out that it's some kind of you know curse almost beforehand serial killer Mm -hmm. type deal where they they're after three different targets trying to cause murder suicides with these totems that they're sneaking into people's living places i definitely yeah the mystery aspect of the third one was the best uh, out of the three what do you think was think the best scare of the third movie? The best scare in the third movie? Oh, man, that waterbed scene got me. It was so me. good. That was such a... And I would constantly say this while we were watching it, where something would pop up and I'm like, oh, that is about to be a problem. Yep. <laughs> the uh, the timer and the morgue and then the waterbed were the standout ones here. The morgue scene was my favorite, but I think the waterbed was the best scare. I'm oh, yeah. It was, it was definitely great and man, that little kid was a very good actor too oh yeah they, they had they they got no, real none of the kids were bad no the cat the second one i the kids were not my favorite really i thought they were less so i thought they did fine um <laughs> the dude i have been on a waterbed like twice in my whole life it's kind of freaky. And I'm really glad that I didn't see that movie as a kid before I oh, had an yeah. encounter with Well, it just came... Movie. I'm glad it came out. Yeah. It came out recently. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. It came out recently. And, and I was like, hey, remember Waterbeds? Waterbeds are definitely not as popular anymore. Maybe yeah. there were some studies that found out they kind of suck. Do they? I don't know. I, I assume so because you don't see them ever anymore. Or also just very inconvenient. 
They're hard <laughs> to get out of. That's for yeah, sure. they're, yeah. Oh. Especially if there's a demon in it. <laughs> <laughs> the second they saw that, I was new. I was like, there's going to be something that pops up right here. I liked the gag with the fire truck, too, in the second movie. Yeah. It was rolling out of the tent. Mm hmm. Yeah, they, they had some good, interesting uses of, you know, just the, the objects around. Yes. And I, and I thought that was, you know, perfectly done. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of complaints for the third movie, to be honest. I don't know what... I know, obviously, it wasn't as critically acclaimed. It still did fine, as I far think, as I think it's always a matter goes. of expectation when people yeah. are disappointed with the movie. They, they have this idea of The Conjuring and what it should be to them, and then the third movie didn't aspire to those things. Yeah, and people each of the, these movies are very different. Yes. And I was I was actually happy about that. And that's what kept me in it. After I was watching the second one, I was like, oh, that is not the same as the first one. They didn't just copy-paste. They tried some different things. Maybe they didn't hit, but at least they tried. And then the third one, the same. A lot of people who saw the trailers were expecting a courtroom drama. Oh, I was glad it wasn't in. that. Oh, my God, thank Jesus. <laughs> it was not just a courtroom drama. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that would have been as satisfying as what we got. Because no. we, we were really satisfied. With yeah, and, and you know what? You got a little bit of that uh-huh. uh, here and there. And, and I think that was fine. You know, I, they, think, I do wish they did more scenes in the prison. Yeah. More scares. It, it was... It, it was it, they, they had a healthy amount, I feel like. Arnie's character was... You know, he was good. It was, it was solid. He's like that boy next door kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. obviously, and you know just the good old boy. Yeah. And when you have someone like that falling, very noble too. He was trying to just save his little brother. Yeah. Or was it was it his brother or just? I don't I know. It was his brother. I don't know if that was his brother or not. It was very. Well, he, they visited him in prison. His girlfriend and yeah, his, probably. Like, I think it was his brother. Well, regardless, yeah, he saves his life by taking on the possession yeah, himself. Yeah, take me instead. Which don't don't do that. Very brave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't. Well, I. What other option was there at that point? Yeah, the priest got knocked on the head with glass, and then Ed got <laughs> his heart stopped, which is a very actually very interesting uh, thing they did in the third movie. Yeah, where he was he is, hindered for the whole movie. Well, and it it made it more interesting mm -hmm. because he's very limited, and and like I said, it goes back to that helplessness. Where this is the guy that's supposed to be the one with the plan. He's yeah. supposed to be the guy that knows what to do. And how to solve these things, uh, the experienced veteran, and he's hindered and he's held back by he his literally fatality. in the middle of one of the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> and just blacks out, wakes up in his bed in a demonic illusion. Can you imagine that happening? Like if if you were like uh, narcoleptic or something and haunted Man. by a demon. <laughs> I don't, I'm saying that. so. These these movies probably hit harder for people in certain situations, which is yeah. good. They they have a very broad uh horizon here of what they're touching on and the fears it's very easy to hit close to home when your movie takes place in a home yeah <laughs> usually an american home the second one it was in uh in england, in england. yeah well, what, what i was talking about is it, very broad and it, it can it's kind of crazy that the demon went all the way to england to get to the ghost hunting well family. i guess i guess distance is not much too that's a, so weird. Yeah, it was. It was kind of strange that Usually the nun popped up there. Usually, they're attached to something, some kind of house, some kind I of. I guess they object. were. They were attached. Uh, the nun was attached to Ed and Lorraine, though. It was going right. after them. It was targeting them. So it it popped up. It gave a, you know, it took its opportunity over here and and drew them in. I guess. Yeah, these these. I'm telling you, they're dicks, man. <laughs> they're just they're. Sometimes they're a little bit petty. Wouldn't wouldn't you be too if you were a ghost? You're like, oh, I have nothing to do except mess with. People. Yeah, I'm just gonna be petty now. <laughs> I guess. Oh, that's what's keeping them here, huh? Yeah, and they're exactly. not able to move on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, all in all, these are these are some solid movies. Uh, usually, horror is can be very weak in areas. Like I said, they just focus on being scary, mm -hmm. and that's it. And then they use that as a excuse to just be crappy everywhere else. But these movies did a, a good job of. Uh, you know, covering their ground in multiple areas. So you think it's a, a good trilogy to watch? Uh, I would say you could watch any of them as standalones as well. You, you don't need to watch the, the previous two to enjoy the third movie. And I think if that you're not a huge fan of horror, you could still watch the third movie, not be too scared, and, you know, and just have that story. 
the story is just kind of good. Yeah, it was solid. I don't, I think, like I said, I think the third movie is the best movie, Not maybe not the best horror elements added in there. The, the first one takes the cake, but yeah, all, I think this is a fine trilogy, and I'm kind of excited to go watch the other ones. I, I'll probably go check them out. Yeah, I agree completely. I, as far as horror goes, these are not, you know, the worst out there. Like I said, they didn't make use of just gross or shocking things. They had that dread and that tension. And, and they kept it up in all of the movies with the the camera the camera angles were excellent um in even the i don't know like the makeup and and mm -hmm. whatever you want uh, a lot of horror movies also take an issue with revealing the big bad and the movie being less scary after that yeah like once you finally get a look at what it is that's tormenting them you're like oh okay usually um, it's less a big thing a lot of people cite for that is um the first insidious movie mm -hmm. phenomenal horror movie but yeah. then when you see the demon, it's like, oh, that's... Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, nice. I, for sure. Once you get a good look at it, it's it's a little less, you know, less scary. Right. And it's like, okay, let me let me really have a... Oh, get off. Oh, my cats are being especially naughty today. Yeah, and I never felt that way. and Except for maybe in the second one. But in the other two, you know, even when we got a good look at the... I don't know what her name was. I think the Crooked Man did give that same vibe as the monster from Insidious 1. Yeah. Well, once like, you got too good of a look at it, it was like, okay, now that I see this a little more. And if it did look a little more realistic, maybe a little scarier. The CGI did throw me off, man. Yeah. And the way it moved, like, all... It was almost, like, slowed down. I that, think they that were trying to go not... for, like, a weird stop-motion style. I didn't look, like it. Yeah, just, it didn't look... Not my favorite uh, piece of... I wish Uncanny Valley was as horrifying as they were trying to make it, but it's really it's just, just like... It's just not. Huh? Sometimes it just makes me confused. I'll look at something <laughs> like, that looks off, and that's about all I feel. Yeah, I was, I was more confused than scared. I'm glad that they didn't do as much jump scares either, because, oh, that is such a cheap way to do horror. Obviously, you can almost freak out anyone. If you do that. And it's not that I'm scared, but, you know, you make a loud noise when I'm not expecting it. Of course, I'm going to jump a little bit. It's lazy. And I wish horror would do it less. And these movies did. And since the third one just came out, you know, that maybe it's evolving a little bit. Maybe. Uh, the first one was in the works for over a decade. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, this story has been around for a while. Mm -hmm. and so you know trying to push that through it takes place in the 60s the first one and i don't even think you know horror is kind of weird it's never really had like a like a big oh horror is super popular right now it, it's kind of always been around i think it's mm. you know ever since the the early days then you know just kind of push them out with the well there's like the jason movies and then you have the freddy krueger movies slasher it, flicks yeah uh, and they're different they're they're very different than horror. I was never big on slashers. No, me neither. It's a little less scary to me. It's not very interesting. As uh, I was, I was happy that these. They definitely movies... do hit that sense of helplessness, though. Yeah, yeah, a, a little bit, but it's. In, I think it is important to the differentiate between these genres, mm -hmm. and that way you have a better idea of what's going to happen, your expectations, and and leveling them out. But these these movies are solid. They're good horror movies, and then they're just kind of good movies. Yeah. Maybe excluding the second one. The second one wasn't that bad. It's just that it pales in comparison to the other two. Yeah. No, no, for it sure. Was, it was a fine movie. It's it's okay, but I think the other two movies were very good. Yeah, I'm with you. That I would put them up there. You know, they're just good movies. I would say they're you know they're up there with like it uh, for me as far as. Like, and that is my pinnacle of horror. That the it movies are something I don't know, man. Some about them. It too was pretty disappointing. Oh well, that I mean cast... the original. The original. Oh really? The original. Oh, is? The original is good, man. What about the new first one? The new first one was very solid. Like, like you said, the second one is definitely less so. Maybe we could talk about them sometime. Yeah. And and how it, they change things over, especially because it's based on a book. Oh, uh, but. Yeah, I would say, for me personally, it is is up there as some of the best horror, and the they, first... I think these movies can, you know, they they have their stake in the horror franchise or in the horror genre, and they they do a very good job, and they're up there. Yeah, I some refer of the best. to 
the first Conjuring as a return to form for horror movies. Yeah, you know, it, it, because we went through that whole parody stage with the scream. Yeah, and even even like the Saw movies. I don't know, just kind of silly, less horror, more just. Yeah, it had been a while since we had just nothing. a real haunted house story. Yeah, and then the the Haunting of Hill House obviously came out, and like you said, it's like a return to form. And these are these are not only good horror movies, but they they have good stories within them. And that's what separates it and what pushes them to be great rather yeah, than think, just, you know, mediocre. I think that's what you need to do is just make a good movie first and then... And then add all the, the horror aspects in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you know, there's not much else to say. I didn't have a whole lot of complaints besides the second one. The, the first and third movies, they, they do a solid job. They And then the third movie, I remember my, my complaint was satisfied whenever I was saying, oh, the stipulations for this curse seem kind of weird. And then... They meet up with the priest who specifically lines out exactly yes. what needs to be happening, what is happening, and they how to prevent it. They have to use a, a Latin document that they weren't able to completely decipher without his help. So, yeah, yeah it made per- perfect it, sense. It was, yeah, they did, they, they did a good job, and I, there's not much to say. I, I rate these movies pretty highly now, and if anyone is cool with horror, I would say is, this is a good place to, to go and satisfy yes. that need of feeling afraid. Sit, sit down all your uh, easily terrified friends and watch The Conjuring with them. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, there's not, you, you have anything else to say about these specifically? I don't really... No. Nothing I, much. These are, these are good I, movies. I think I enjoyed The First Conjuring even more this time than I did the first time I saw it, which is really yeah. something because it's like like we said. Looking at it through a critical eye yeah, and how it just, was fun. How well it's aged. It's yes. been a while. Oh, and they, they look great. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like whoever was on the makeup team, man, they did a good job because some of these characters look rough at times. <laughs> on and, purpose, yeah, on purpose, and it's good. I'm like, thank God they're not just dolling everyone up all the time. You know, if this mom hasn't slept in three days, she better look like it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, excellent movies all around. You know, overall, I rate them highly, and I would recommend them. Yep. Not a lot of complaints as far as horror goes. They don't fall into a lot of cliches. And even when they do, they do it so well, it's hard to complain about it. The only real cliche is that, you know, the, the exorcism parts tend to drag on a bit. A little bit, yeah. And then, and how they went out and every one of the films was kind of weak to me. I feel like they could have done that a little bit. Maybe the third one, obviously destroying the altar was very planned out. That's all you have to do. It was fine. It was a really cool part too. Yeah, it, but but the the her. first movie, they just kind of the the witch just kind of leaves her body. Uh and then in <laughs> the second one, it's like, "Oh, the demon name and like why did you know that?" But other than <laughs> those yeah, but I guess that's not the main focus. Yeah. And so I can almost forgive it a little bit. But the part, the part with the tree was pretty creative, tying in her vision to the the tree that got struck by lightning and then oh yeah and then the, the, the spear window. yeah i know that, that yeah like i said they do a lot of good foreshadowing throughout the films mm-hmm. and when you see it pop up and they give you the tools to figure things out yourself yes which is and, very important yes uh, but we're gonna try to get on a more consistent schedule now releasing <laughs> episodes and what else is there to say go watch conjuring yes Excellent film. Thank you so much. This has been Jack Jack versus the world, and we will see you guys next time.